Hey everyone, Vinny Lopes here from Off the Block. We're so glad that you're checking out our podcast. We're going to be joined by Mitch Stahl, who formerly played for UCLA and is now going to be making his Olympic debut as a middle attacker on the U.S. men's national team. And we chat with Mitch just about his rise through the USA Volleyball Pipeline and just his thoughts about what it was like to earn that roster spot and what he expects in Tokyo. So it's a fun interview. We hope that you check it out. Also, we encourage you to stay with us throughout the upcoming weeks as we continue to provide you more coverage of Team USA in Tokyo. All right, with that being said, enough of me talking. Let's go to the interview with Mitch Stahl. And for Off the Block, I'm Vinny Lopes, and we are now joined by former UCLA All-American and the U.S. middle attacker is going to be representing the nation in Tokyo in the Olympics, Mitch Stahl. And Mitch, I have to ask you, we are a couple weeks away from the Olympics, but I want to take you back a couple weeks ago when the roster was unveiled, you earning one of those 12 coveted spots to be on the roster. What was that moment like for you and when you got the news from the coaching staff that you are going to be on the roster? Yeah, man, it was, uh, it was a special moment for sure. You know, I think it's something that um, every athlete, especially volleyball athletes, um, looks forward to. You know, for our sport, this is, in a way, the biggest tournament um, of our lives. You know, some guys get a chance to, to go multiple times, um, you know, but each experience is really special. And, um, yeah, we were, we were at VNL whenever they announced the rosters and, um, Sprawl sent out a message the day before saying that they were going to name the team at a certain time um, the following day, and he was going to come into each of our rooms individually and and talk to everybody and you know let you know kind of what the deal was. And um, I was sitting there, and you know he was knocking on some of the doors of my neighbors, and I was like, "Ooh, here he comes!" You know, and, you know it was nerve wracking. You know, it's a decision that can it's going to change your life. Um, you know, coming down the pipe and is right there. You know, there's no stopping it. So he walked in and um, walked over to the foot of my bed. I was sitting there and he just opened his arms up and he said, congratulations, you made the Olympic team. Um, and it was, a, it was a pretty cool moment to share with him, you know, recruiting me to UCLA and um, spending the last nine years playing for him. Um, you know, there's a lot of history there. And uh, it's a moment that I've been looking forward to for a long time and, Directly after that, I called my parents and let them know, and we shared we shared a pretty cool moment together. And um, you know, after that, just let a couple of friends and family know, and you know, then went and celebrated with the team. Well, you hit on a lot of uh, stuff that I'd love to delve into a little bit, but I want to ask you about your relationship with Coach Sparabi. It now spans a decade. I want to ask. For you, how have you seen him evolve as a coach? Or do you see any differences from when, you know, you were first a freshman at UCLA to now and how he coaches? Um, he's, he's always been a pretty open-minded coach. You know, he's, he's different than a lot of coaches where he, he wants to know the players' feedback on a lot of different things. And he gives a lot of power to the players um, as far as decision-making process, too to alter some trainings and stuff like that if, if he feels that we need something more, um, you know, and he's, he's always 
he's always looking for, you know, little things to tweak our games and, um, you know, training to, to make them a little bit more interesting and stuff like that. So um, he's honestly been pretty consistent throughout my time playing with him. Um, you know, he's got his philosophy and, you know, he's, he's pretty true to it, you know, and he's, he develops and goes along um, with kind of how he sees the game and how he wants to, to advance the game and, you know, in that way. But I think his approach to, to coaching and um, dealing with players has been the same since, since UCLA for sure. Yeah. And Mitch, I want to ask you, you, we mentioned, you talked about the VNL and you really came out, you know, I um talking to Micah earlier this week, you was talking about how you just came out guns blazing and we're, you know, just playing so well. I want to ask, you know, for you, what do you attribute to, you know, seemingly, you know, from, you know, maybe an outsider fan perspective looking, really just this growth in your game the, the last two years and the improvements that you continue to make? Um, man, that's a, I think it's a multifaceted answer or, you know, question, you know, where, like, what to attribute that to. I think that um, there's a lot of people who have, have been a part of that and I don't think it's been just the last two years you know like going the whole way back to whenever I started in my hometown and you know the things that you know my parents taught me growing up the things that my coaches back there taught me you know it's this long puzzle that started to get put together um, over you know the last two years is kind of whenever things started to come to fruition a little bit you know, there's, there's been a lot of things that um, I've had to deal with, you know, to to get myself to get there. Um, but it's it's been like a team effort, man. Like the coaching staff, the medical staff, the strength staff at UCLA, you know, they laid the foundation for showing me what, like, a professional is, you know, as a college athlete being a program like that with, you know, Mark Vicinich and um, – Mike Lynn as a strength coach, you know, they they set a standard. You know, they, they taught me a lot, and then I was able to take what they taught me and then go to the USA gym and, you know, what AB, our trainer, um, gives us to, you know, to go and use for ourselves. And, um, and Tim Pelot has been, has been huge in helping me change my body and get it to where it needs to be during the summer times, you know, and obviously having – Sprawl being an open-minded coach who, who tries to understand his players and, you know, works with them and the, the coaching staff alongside that and the players. And, I mean, there's so many players in the team who just accepted me and um, have allowed me to, to kind of mesh with that environment. You know, they've, they've believed in me. They've given me chances. They've, they've welcomed me with open arms. So, you know, it's it's been a it's been a journey for sure. You know, it's it's been a lot of ups and downs, and um, you know, it's just it's kind of cool to see the team that's been around you for so long, like seeing something come to fruition and getting to a point where um, everybody can kind of share, you know, this experience, um, you know, that that we've come to. Well, talking about sharing about the experience, it's going to be a pretty intense experience. You look at the pool that you guys are in for those preliminary round matches. You know, what's your thoughts going up against some of the top teams in the country? And really, you know, you're, you're in the group of death right now. You know, what do you guys have to do to get out 
gal that group and get a quarterfinals berth and get in good position to make a run at a gold medal. Man, we got to come out guns blazing. You know, we got to play our volleyball. We got to be we be tough out there, man. We got to play together. You know, I think that's the one of the biggest strengths that we have um, on our team as a country is we we come together so well um, and we fight so well. You know, these other teams have a lot of talent um, individually, physically. Um, these, you know, Russia and Brazil have some absolute freaks. You know, um, and it's gonna take it's gonna take our collective togetherness. Um, to overcome that, you know, we're going to have to be on the same page. We're going to have to be dialed in, you know, the small details. We're going to we're gonna really, really have to be focused and, you know, crossing our T's and dotting our I's um, from the start, you know, even before we get to Tokyo to dial these things in and, you know, just just play our, our style of volleyball, you know. Um, so it's going to be a challenge, but I think that the team's ready. I think that we have the, the character – um, you know, individually within all of us, you know, we're fighters. So yeah. I think that's going to be our most important asset during the, the tournament. Yeah. And, you know, Team USA, you guys are, are a good blocking team going up against some good offense. I want to ask you, you look at kind of the five opponents you have come up in the preliminary round. Who do you feel is going to be the most difficult team to block it during those opening round matches? Man, they they present so many different challenges. You know, you've got you got France, who has some really good middles, um, and they play with uh, Tony Uti, who's all over the place and really hard to read. You know, that's going to be a tough matchup. I mean, we got Argentina with the Checo. He's one of the best setters in the world. Um, and then you got Russia, who's just a bunch of physical freaks, and Brazil, who's a mix of physical freaks and small ball. And, you know, it, it's so many different styles, um, and they all have their own challenges. Um, so I... You know, I think don't think that's the answer you want, but all these teams ball in different ways, and um, each one is going to be equally as challenging. It's just going to present, um, you know, different, you know, game plans and strategies. And like I said, we got to execute on those specific game plans and strategies and adjust to those teams. Um, I think that's going to be the most challenging part. Is not necessarily the the skill of blocking or the statistic of blocking but the ability to change that game plan which will result in the blocks you know we can't block the same way against russia that we do against france or argentina and you know looking at the olympic roster it's your first olympics but a lot of the guys on this roster have this is going to be their third or second olympics just out of curiosity, what piece of advice or what's some of the advice you've gotten from some of the guys who have been there before that, that they've told you about the first about about the Olympics experience? No, they just everybody says that it's an extremely stressful environment. Um a lot of stuff going on and um it's you know, it's the big dance, you know, and just to be ready for to be ready for everything because it's it's not an easy tournament. Um, physically or mentally or emotionally. Um, in fact, I've heard that it's it's more emotionally and mentally draining than physically. So, you know, just kind of preparing for that going into it, um, just trying to get my mind in that place where, um, you know, it's grind time and, you know, for, for two weeks we just got to go. And, you know, a couple questions before we wrap up here. You know, I just, you know, a lot of people are going to be tuning in 
you know, the diehard volleyball fans, you know, you've been following you for five years of, of this quad. But for the people just tuning in, you know, watching the Olympic matches, what should they know about this team and the makeup of this team? Uh, man, we're fighters. We fight. We fight together. Um, and I think that's something that's it's a lot of fun to be a part of, and I'm sure it's just as much fun to watch. You know, whenever we get our guys going on the same page, man, it's it's pretty cool. Uh, we play with a lot of passion. We play with a lot of fire. Um, you know, I think that that's, that's kind of our bread and butter, you know. All right, and final and final question. We'll, we'll end on this. Obviously, the focus is going to be on volleyball, but on a lighter night, lighter note, if you do get an opportunity on an off day at the Olympics to to view another sport, what what would be the sport you want to see? Ooh, probably gymnastics. Yeah. Right. Hey, Simone Biles fan. Uh, yeah, yeah. I just think that gymnasts are just unbelievable athletes, man. They they're incredible. They're incredible.